It is Wednesday, February 9th, and this is today's installment of the Red Eye Rundown. Oh. oh no. You know, this is actually one of my life's biggest fears. Really? Is getting invited to do one of these timeout entertainment basketball activities and somehow embarrassing myself like that. So I got a story for you. Okay, good. I was in third grade, so I believe eight years old at the time. Mm. And I was at a Knicks-Nets playoff game. Okay. Um, so this was 2004. Yeah, a long time ago. I remember Knicks lost. I remember both Stefan Marbury and Lawrence Frank got technical fouls in the game. Don't ask me why I remember that. But I do. And... I, along with two of my friends, were invited to the court in the middle of a Knicks Nets playoff game to participate in a similar contest. You know, the one where you run to center court with no shoes on, you put on NBA size, like 22 shoes, dribble down the court and shoot the ball. So it was us against a bunch of really tall 12-year-old girls. And my friend slips at half court and just falls flat on his face, loses his shoe and all of that. I dribble the ball off my foot as I'm approaching the basket, go after the ball, and also do face first into the baseline slash first row. So I totally feel this guy's pain. See, that's a lot of childhood trauma right there. Notice how you haven't forgotten that moment. Probably never will. Do you think I forgot the moment because I embarrassed myself or because I got to play, quote unquote, on the Madison Square Garden court in front of 20,000 people who all laughed Honestly, at me? But yeah. I'm willing to bet the memory would be a lot hazier if you hadn't messed up. What if I had won? If you, you know, if you had won, that's another, that's another core memory too, though. So as a Knicks fan and you a Nets fan, we have a lot to complain about these days. But then I remembered that we could also support the Sacramento Kings. So this is a post from Kings Reddit? This is a one of the many, many entertaining yeah. posts from Kings Reddit yesterday after they traded their future superstar, Tyrese Halliburton. I want to say, and this is going to be really wrong, but my first reaction to this whole scenario just kind of reminded me of when the Warriors traded Monte Ellis. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And I remember they were then doing about, I think, a week, two weeks later, later that season, they did um, a jersey night, you know, I think to honor like Mullins uh, and some other guys. And the crowd started booing the owners. I should, I should know these names, but I can't think of them right now. But management was basically like, we know you're mad, but we'll be fine. Do you think the Kings have any right to say the same thing? Because the Warriors um, certainly ended up being fine. The Kings' track record is, shall we say, questionable at best? Yes, to say the least. So... I mean, if you think about it, like, there can be a, a case to be made for, okay, you pair Sabonis with Fox. Like, that makes sense. Oh, like, boy. See where it goes. 
But no, you do not trade a 21-year-old point guard who by every single simple and advanced metric is well on his way to being a top 10 point guard in the league for the next decade. You just don't Tyrese Halliburton is definitely very good. And if he were on the Knicks, like he should be, if the Knicks didn't draft Obi Toppin, he'd be a lot more talked about and would probably even be overrated at this point. But man, his jump shot is broken. He still like gets it done like somehow though. It certainly goes in, but that thing is like the Michael Kidd Gilchrist jump shot. Do you still think that twins or twins that King's Twitter is justified in their emotion? Definitely. I also love that there's like I didn't realize there was this much passion for the Sacramento Kings on the internet. Well, if you think about it, it makes sense. Um, it's the only team in that market. They had a period of time when they were good, like not even decent, like good and i'm Back sure when that's, Shaq was calling them the queens yeah that's the only time they were ever good and i'm sure from that was born quite a few kings fans um even before that in the vlade divac days like in the rigged in was, the rigged uh western conference finals yeah that dude was a character but yeah. no i mean at this point like not only are is your basketball team incompetent and your owner a lunatic um you're also living in sacramento so yeah, and you had a Western Conference final stolen from you. This from last night's Sixers-Suns game is honestly one of my favorite plays of this season thus far. Wow, okay, let's see it. Shot clock at four. Embiid into the lane. And with authority! Oh my God. I have never heard that sound on a basketball court before. At all. I've never seen someone move so slow yet pick up so much ground. Like, have you ever heard the simultaneous, like, thunderclap and swish on a dunk? I've never heard that before. Yeah, maybe only Joel Embiid is capable of that type of power. The other thing I don't know if you noticed here was look at the interaction between Chris Paul and Embiid at the end of the play. Pocket four. Embiid into the lane. <laughs> they both knew exactly what they were doing here. Yeah, one hundred percent. Who do you Chris think? Paul was just trying to like give him a bump or like trip him up, and Embiid was just shoving him out of the way. It's so funny how small Chris Paul looks next to Joel Embiid. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, relative. Well, Chris Paul, normal sized person. Joel Embiid, not. Yeah, Joel Embiid, very much not a normal sized person. <laughs> I do give the both of them credit, though, for deciding that the moment was too big for them to hit the deck. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't make that one about themselves. There, they had to. They had to save that for a later date. Yeah, you know, if this score was eight four instead of one hundred eight to one hundred four, they would both be arriving on the on the floor. Yeah, and this is another game where Vegas was betting you or begging you to bet. On the Suns, and the Suns did it again. The amount of times this season that the Suns have been, quote-unquote, a trap and have still won, countless. Maybe they're just a good team. Maybe they're just. You would be a rich man just betting on the Suns spread every night. Maybe they're just a good team. Just a good basketball team. 
And that was Red Eye Rundown for today. Please remember to like, share, subscribe. Watch our other installments over on the right side of your screen. Follow our socials. Those are in the video description or the podcast description. And if you're listening on the pod, please give a rating and review. It helps people find whatever the heck this thing is. And we will see you next time.